If you have been raised with Christ, set your minds on things that are above, not things that are on the earth. But set your minds on where Christ is, so that you too can live with him. Always. Manifesting in your bodies and in your life, the life that is to come. We have a promise from our Lord Jesus Christ today. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And so should you, because Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And so because he is enthroned in heaven, your reality, the thing that is most you, and you can fill in your own name blank right here, the thing that is most you is with him because of your baptism. He is raised from the dead, and that is not only just your future, but that is your present reality because you are enthroned with him. I know it doesn't feel that way. I know it feels like you're here still slogging away. I feel it too. But that's not the way Jesus looks at it. The way Jesus looks at it is that you are with him, and he is with you. And you are bound together because of your baptism. There's no separation in his mind between him and you. Ask the Christians in Damascus who Paul was going to arrest. Ask them. He was on his way, and Paul was going to get them, bind them up with chains, and take them back to Jerusalem. And what did Jesus say when he knocked Paul senseless and knocked him off his horse and took away his eyesight? He said, why are you persecuting those Christians in Damascus? Oh, that's not what he said. He said, why are you persecuting me? You see, Jesus takes us very personally. He has a lot invested in each one of us, his own blood. His own body is all wrapped up, all around each one of us, like a big eternal hug and cozy. All because of your baptism. You have died with Christ, and you have risen with Christ, and he is absolutely 100% invested in you because of it. Now, what Paul encourages here in Colossians 3 is that since you have been raised with Christ, since that is your new reality, seek the things that are above. Take peace, take wisdom, take knowledge, and take direction from the things that are of the kingdom of God. Well, Jesus has similarly said the same kinds of things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added unto you. Very similar kinds of words. But now, see, Paul links it up directly with the reality that because Christ is raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, and because you have been baptized into his resurrection, this is not just a theoretical concept anymore. You are in him. He is in you. You are not just in partnership, but you are alive because he is alive. Every breath and every good thing that is done, he gets the credit for. You folks are all bound together as the hmm, 
body of Christ. Again, this is not an analogy. This is not a figure of speech. This is the reality that Christ has created because he called you by his name. He called you by his name. And because you bear his name, that's how he sees you. Because that's how he sees you. That's also how he wants you to see you. You see, it's not really about self-esteem at all. It's about Christ-esteem. See you the way Christ sees you, not the way your best friend sees you or the way you see yourself when you get up in the morning, but see you from God's perspective. What has he called you? His own dearly beloved child, the one who is worth it all, the one who is worth everything from start to finish, the one who is worth being born for, the one who is worth living and growing up for, the one just as you are who was willing to be crucified for. And stepping out of that tomb on this commemoration day, he enlivens again that very promise to remind you of who you are as well as whose you are, who you belong to, who has bought you with a dear, dear price, and who loves you so terribly, terribly dearly. And so set your mind on things above, where Christ is. Let that not just star guide you, but let the Son of God guide you. Take hold of all that he is as you take hold of him in the sacrament of the altar. Eat and drink your fill of him so that he might fill you. That his resurrection have its way with you. That the Holy Spirit can have free course throughout your body, soul, mind, and spirit. That everything he is would be his gift to you, pressed down and overflowing, so that there is no doubt as to whose you are. Paul is excited to encourage us that we can, because of Jesus, have our minds open not to just have them filled with any old thing, but to have them filled fully to the brim with the holiness and joy, faith, love, and hope of Jesus who is the Christ. His kingdom is now in full force. He is reigning. His word and these sacraments tell the story. They are establishing these new realities. We fight against them. We kick against the goats, just as Paul did. Sometimes we dig our oar in and won't move forward. But again, on this day, again, Christ is risen indeed, and he says, come, follow me. Don't let the grave tell your story. Don't let the fear of death tyrannize you. Because all of these enemies, all of these that would hold you or me back from any of the true realities that God has established have been wiped away because Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. May the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in faith towards Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.